You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Hey everyone, it's Greg Morgan. Welcome again with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. We're here this weekend to share some knowledge that Lori holds on a rather hot market right now here in town. Is it still? Still a hot market. And everyone's needs are different when they go to purchase a home. And uh, I, I bet when you walk into a home repeatedly with different customers, everyone literally sees it differently, don't, don't they? They do. Buyers, a lot of buyers have di- very different sp- perspectives. And this uh, brings to mind a recent story. I was showing the same house to two different clients back to back. I lined them up back to back. And so I got there a little early, which doesn't often happen, but I got there a little early and uh, I do a quick run through, you know, because I'm there and, and I can spot this stuff kind of, you know, just I, I'm, I'm whizzing through it and I'm picking up on things here and there. And there's a few things that I think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to point this out because, you know, some buyers are going to pick up on it and others aren't. Buyer A comes in, he sees what I'm seeing. And there's some things where I'm looking at this kitchen as I, I, I breeze through it the first time. And I'm thinking, why am I seeing the side of this stove? I'm not, I'm, there's a gap here. I'm seeing the side of the stove. They could have put a trim piece. I don't want to see this. The fridge is sticking out a little too much. What's happening there? Then I noticed, okay, the upper cabinets are shallow. A big plate's not going to fit in these things. It's been renovated, this kitchen, but I'm noticing this just because of a trained eye and thinking these are things I'm going to have to point out. So buyer A's picking it up with me. You know, he's noticing it as well. He's a detailed guy, and and uh, we're, we're going through the showing and, and kind of what I'm noticing, he's noticing. We get to the basement, and there's a, a nice bathroom downstairs, as in it's newer, and it's newly constructed and new components to it, but it's in an odd spot and it's a little oddly laid out. And I know why sellers do this. They are cheating the plumbing, right? It may not make perfect sense layout wise to put it where they have, but it makes the most sense plumbing wise. So they're not drilling through floors and whatnot. And so I, I get what they're doing. And before, and I had noticed this on my first walkthrough on my own, but before I even say it, he picks up on this. Well, this bathroom's in an odd spot and he knows what they're doing as well. So a little bit more of an experienced buyer. And, and the house is very nice, you know, it's, it's certainly got a lot of nice components to them. But that kitchen, because of these few oddities, tell me this wasn't professionally done. You know, this, this was probably a home, uh, a home handyman type job and, and, you know, maybe wasn't as well thought out as it could have been. So buyer A leaves and buyer B's coming in and, and I'm thinking I'm going to point out the same things to them. Well, they hadn't picked up on any of this. When I said, okay, you'll notice that we're looking at the side of the fridge or the side of the stove. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't really bother them. As well, I point out the cabinet, the upper cabinets. Like if A dinner plate is going to have a hard time getting in this cupboard and closing the door, right? So, And it's not something, I think, unless you're kind of experienced with this, that you would think of at the time until maybe you were unpacking and your plates didn't fit. So um, they, And they mentioned that. They said, we never even would have noticed that. Well, these are the things that I'm there to kind of bring up to you. And again, it wasn't something that, that bothered them that much. It was just kind of a, eh, we'll put them in the bottom cupboard. Yeah. Whereas buyer A was like, well, I couldn't live with that. That would drive me crazy. So then we got to the basement and I'm thinking ahead again about this bathroom. I'm in another part of the basement and I kind of holler out, have you found the bathroom yet? Yeah, it's awesome. It's completely different perspective, right? They didn't think it was awkward where it was placed or it was an awkward layout, which it was. The bathroom itself was kind of an awkward, it was kind of an L shape, so it was a little awkward. And where it was was awkward. But to them, hey, this is a new shower and a new toilet. This is great. So just entirely different perspectives. Buyers will, you know, have different needs and neither of them is wrong. But I still need to point out to buyer B 
okay, this is, could be a resale issue because there's going to be other buyers that notice this and don't like it. The kitchen's going to have to be redone for some, uh, you know, to have standard size cupboards and whatnot. But in their mind, it was fine. And there'll be other buyers like them that think it's fine. And that's important just to, uh, you know, for your knowledge, like you took two different buyers into the same house. They saw it differently. But at the same time, you're going to be there even after you've allowed them to share their perspective. You would still point out what you think is, okay, just so, when, as you said, when we go to resale uh, down the road, you should know that my thought on this. You're always going to share that knowledge, right? Always have to share it, yeah, for resale purposes, because I don't want somebody in two years, four years, five years calling me and I'm listing the house and that issue that I didn't tell them about, that I probably knew about, comes up in feedback a lot. And they, you know, I don't want somebody saying to me, well, why didn't you notice this? Or why didn't you point this out? So good and bad, I'm always going to point out. And it doesn't mean I think the house is bad. It's just something to keep in mind. It could be a resale issue. And where, they, where the second buyers, the kitchen issues didn't bother them, they know about them now. Yeah. And, and fully said, we never even would have thought of the, that cupboard thing. Yeah. Well, but now they know. That, that, that's great. And it uh, goes to show, too, that you're just that knowledgeable, and that's why it's important when you're looking for someone to work with, uh, interview them and find out. You can do that here on this show, Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty, and I'll give you her phone number in a second to uh, and the website, all the details you need to know to uh, further contact Lori. But before I take our first break, Lori, I was just kind of curious here. Um, let's talk a little about financing for a moment or two and being prepared with your pre-approval, it's so important. It is so important, and I ask this question of virtually everybody I'm going to meet, especially if I, you know, if they're just an ad call or a sign call. Um, are you pre-approved? If I can find out who with, that's even better. Do you have a pre-approval certificate? Although those, the banks only take you so far in a pre-approval. Until you find a house, they attach it to, and then they go for the deeper dive. There, there can still be surprises. But the problem, and I'll give a recent example. I had a, a condo listing, and um, we had a buyer make an offer on it months ago. Couldn't get their financing together, so they fell it through. They're gone. We're still on the market. It's a little bit harder of a unit to type, type to sell. You know, there, there's, there's a lot of them, so there, there's a lot of competition. So it, it was still there. Two months later, the agent phones me, and this is an experienced agent. This isn't a rookie agent. I've worked with him for 30-some years. He's, he, he knows what he's doing. He's working with good mortgage brokers. He phones me and says, is it still available? We think we've got this financing figured out. We're coming back. Are you sure? You know, this is what I'm saying to him repeatedly, <laughs> and he knows what I'm doing. Yes, Lori. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. So we put it back together, and they still want two weeks for financing, you know, to get it approved, to which, of course, my seller's saying, Why? If he's figured it out now, why do they need two weeks? Because that pulls him off the market for two weeks, right? So, um, you know what? We'll just have to do it. You know, we don't have another, if we won't report the sale, but we don't have another buyer right now. Let's just take it and and we'll go through the hoops. Two weeks comes along. We're at two weeks. And, you know, to his credit, the, the agent is letting me know every few days, here's where we're at, here's where we're at. And, you know, I'd get a text in the morning, we're not out of the woods, looking good. Those, that's what we begin. That's all I'd wake up to. Looking good, not out of the woods, because they'd get over one hurdle and then the bank would throw up another one. So, um, two extensions. We have we need another extension for financing and then another one again. They're only a couple days each, but still, now we've added on four days to an already fourteen day condition removal. So I'm giving him grief, and he understands it. Agents to agents, he's the only one I can communicate with on that side. I know it's not his fault, and he's doing his best because yeah. he keeps telling me, "What else do you want me to do?" 
what else do you want me to do? And I'm thinking, I don't know, but do something. He's giving his mortgage broker, who again, I've worked with, she's very experienced grief. And it's not her fault, really. She submitted the deal. There's a mysterious underwriter somewhere down east who is who, uh, you know, waits to put the stamp of approval on all of this. And we're all hinging. You know, there's six people sitting around hinging, waiting on his word. Why does the West so often have to? I don't know. Be mad at the East. We always <laughs> seem to be doing that. They here. always seem There's to be down reason. East. These underwriters, they're all in a big bunker down there <laughs> toying well, with us. Good insight. Well, we're we're talking with an expert in our field. It's Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. We're going to take a break here. But if you want, uh, make sure you check out Lori at lorisells.ca or uh, here's her number too, 306-591-5192. That's 306 306-5- 915192. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with Lori Patrick. You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Welcome back. It's Greg Morgan. I'm with Lori Patrick. Lori is, of course, of Sutton Group Results Realty. And uh, a few moments ago, we were talking about uh, perspective, walking into a home and how different potential buyers see it differently and you are the expert to point out okay just keep this in mind as we go to resale all very knowledgeable i'm very curious about how you feel from the seller's perspective how different is one to the other well it's just like buyers you there's completely different types of sellers you've got the hands-off seller the completely hands-on seller and kind of everywhere and every shade of gray in between but um, you know, some sellers will phone me and I've had a few recently where they're not here. They had purchased a house for revenue or had a relative living in it. Or even if they are here, um, some sellers are just hands off. Phone me, come list the house, um, get it on the market and call me when you get an offer. They don't need or want updates. They don't want me phoning them with all the feedback. I will still send them all the feedback via email because um, I always want to make sure I communicate that and so that at the end of the listing, I can show them that it's done. Um, but they don't, you know, they don't respond really. Just thanks. You know, their hands off. They're, they're, uh, they're just call me when you get an offer and, and we'll deal with it then. Then you have the other seller, and I had one recently, and he contacted me uh, and said he'd listened to the show. He listens to me on the show. And um, he sent me kind of a, a little bit of a bio about him and the house and I knew immediately this is going to be a different seller. This is going to be a very hands-on seller. He's very detail-oriented. He's very knowledgeable about his house and the market. You know, he follows this. And so, um, I, you know, just instinctively I knew, okay, this is a whole different type of seller. So I set up an appointment to go see his house. Uh, I oftentimes, there's an old listing somewhere, right? Because our system goes back 30-some years. Well, this is a newer home in a newer neighborhood. He's original owner. There's no old listing. So I don't have my bearings really about what this house is going to be like, other than I can look up footage and I know the location. It's high-end neighborhood, large footage. Uh, and so I go and look at this house and, and meet with him. And this house is spectacular. How is it spectacular, Lori? It is Laurie? so spectacular. I mean, I'm in a lot of nice high-end <laughs> homes and not to discount any of them. They all have their own styles, right? But this style speaks to me because it's a little bit more classic. It's not the ultra-contemporary, modern, sort of sleek look, which is also beautiful. Uh, but, I, you know, just something this is a little bit more classic with detailed wainscoting and millwork and... And, and just you, you can just tell the quality is there right away and, and nothing was spared expense-wise as far as materials go. So, um, and meeting with this, this seller, he knows every inch of this house. He knows the history of this house. He is the original buyer, but it was a show home for uh, a couple of years for the builder. 
before he bought it. So uh, he has all of this information. And he's going to be want to be involved every step of the way, which I welcome as well. I, you know, some buyers or sellers, if they don't want to talk to me, that's fine. <laughs> but I also like the ones who do want to know, you know, just about all the details and what we're going to do and, and, and every speck of feedback. So I was the third agent in. He had had two agents in prior to me, and he was very upfront that if it didn't work with me, he was going to try to sell it on his own because he just wasn't getting what he needed from the conversations he had previously. He wasn't hearing what he wanted. And not that I'm just going to tell him what he wants to hear. I'm there for my opinion, and he respected that. But I knew I was going to have to also listen to his and respect his just from, you know, the, the way he was about his house. So I, I didn't, I don't know details as far as who were the agents were, but one of them was a personal friend and he had this agent over. And he said, before he even walked through the house to look at, at, at you know, some of the features of the house, the agent walked in and said, um, I'm here to manage your expectations. That's my job, to manage your expectations. Well, I guess that immediately probably, with most sellers, that would maybe put you off a little bit. It's not something I think I would say to a high-end seller before walking through the house and seeing some of the detail work because I want to manage your expectations in that I think this is what we could get. But that's not an opening for a house like this and a seller like this. Plus, I went through the whole house with him, and, and it was a lengthy show-through because I can go through a house pretty quick if I need to, but he was showing me details and there was one little surprise. This house has a full bottom to top. It's a two-story, but it stops at four levels. Builder-installed elevator. And that's just for the servers. That's just for the <laughs> servers. But it was one of these, I was in the garage, and there was, he was showing me the garage, and there was uh, a door. And I thought, well, it wasn't, it wasn't computing to me. I can't go outside here. What is this door for? Elevator and, door. And he gives a little glint in his eye and says, that's the elevator. <laughs> I've been through most of the house at this point, and he hasn't pointed this out yet because it's very discreet. And I, you know, I can tell he's quite enjoying this because he probably gets this reaction a lot. My head whips around, what? And, and yet, sure enough, just, you know, a very convenient. Elevator. Yeah. Very, very cool. So you walk through the whole house. And in this instance, um, how did it end with the meeting then? Well, we had a couple of meetings. This wasn't going to be just one and done. So we had uh, a couple of meetings after I left and went back, did some pricing and, you know, what I appreciated about what he was telling me, and I picked up on this, don't tell me what it doesn't have. Because there's some things that it doesn't have that other high-end homes do have. Tell me what it does have. Show me how you're going to sell this to other agents and buyers. But what the home... He was asking that of you. Yeah, that, that's what he was getting across. I, I don't need to tell him the features it doesn't have. He lives in the house, so he yeah. knows it. But at the same time, that's a reality in that world, in that high-end house world, where some buyers are going to say, well... If it had this, I'd like it. Well, then this isn't the house for you. And we're fine with that, right? It's, it's going to attract a certain specific buyer. And, and um, ultimately, after a number of, of uh, meetings, I think we met three times, we've listed it and they're now on the market. So he gave me uh, an opportunity to list it, which was good. He had a good feeling about me and I had a good feeling about him. And I just, you needed to listen and respect what he was saying. And some, I think the previous agents maybe just weren't giving him that opportunity. Well, you've given away one of your uh, secrets there, uh, telling other agents they've got to listen more. (laughs) (laughs) But it really is. And that's uh, a great perspective to hear too, because that's so important if anyone is listening and wanting to deal with someone that is important that they're being heard because that's what we all want in the end right is well they need to be heard and they know their home but they know their yeah. home better than i do i know the market better than they do and i probably know surrounding homes and area trends and 
all of that better than they do. But as, when you get a home like that, that that's detailed and has that many extras and richness, yeah. you, you want, I should listen to what he's telling me. Definitely. Well, that's a great story. All right, Laurie, we only have a couple more moments here. I just was really curious uh, about the market. From what I've heard, it's pretty hot, but uh, where's our inventory at? We're in the 800s, upper 800s for active. Um, when you take out accepted conditional, we're probably in the lower 800s, meaning that they have pending sales on them. Um, so we're still in a pretty strong seller's market. Uh, as we get closer to spring, if, if this, you know, we keep getting into these deep freezes and sometimes that slows showings down a yeah. little bit, um, you know, which I, I get. There's still those diehards. I'll go out if it's minus yeah. 50 windshield, but, you know, some buyers don't want to. And, and so... But once we're out of that, I think, and we're actually towards working towards spring, or it feels like we are. Yeah. Well, inventory will open up, but more buyers will come up. And you've got to manage uh, um, everyone as far as what uh, they think too, because I have a friend who's trying to sell a house, and not necessarily uh, such a greatly desired neighborhood. I'll mm-hmm. say that uh, struggling. You can't just think because the inventory is low that you're gonna I uh, put a house up for sale. I'm gonna make big money on it. You got to manage your expectations. Literally, sellers really have to. You have to look at the market around you. What, what your competition is. Uh, you can't. Even over- though the inventory is low, you yes. still have to do it. You can absolutely. You can overprice in this market. And, you know, especially if you're in a location that's perhaps not as popular. Yeah. If you have a good location and you're priced well, though, you're you're going to sell. Okay. What what do I do if I'm looking to buy or sell, Lori? It, it's the last minute with you. What should we do? Call me today, 306-591-5192. And uh, get pre-approved. Get pre-approved. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Makes it a heck of a lot easier. LoriSells.ca. Again, LoriSells.ca has a lot more information and has... Uh, a, I really encourage you to interview Lori because uh, I do it all the time on this show. But that's really important too. Uh, look after yourself, and Lori will look after you. Looking to buy or sell? Interview Lori today. Move in the right direction. Three zero six five nine one fifty one ninety two. I'm Greg Morgan.